peaceful guardians of the forest. But the peace is shattered. You are on. Take a journey to the far reaches of your imagination. Ewoks, the battle for Endor. Welcome to the good, the bad, and the sequel. This is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels, and we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor or someone involved that made the film worth watching. And the second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. Really hope you enjoyed last week's interview with, man, what a way to kick, kick it at. So cool. The first composer I ever talked to is somebody that is a legend in his own right. And his father, Elmer, is a legend. Uh, and just his arc of his career, starting at rock and roll, transitioning into film and being in the orchestra for a lot of his dad's comedic uh, like scores over the years, like Animal House, Stripes, Ghostbuster, followed around Bill Murray and Ivor Reitman a lot. But then his big, the seminal moment of his career these Ewok sequels because he had the, he had the challenge of not only trying to not be his father, but also trying not to sound like John Williams. And I think he did a pretty great job. And uh, yeah, so if you haven't listened to that, be sure to go back after this week's review, because there's a lot of that, that interview was a lot of fun. And this is our first star Wars movie. This is amazing. And it is uh, Ewoks, the battle for Endor. Not really any battles for Endor in this movie. Cause I don't remember them saying that they're on Endor, but uh, man, before I, I can't even say any more without introducing you to my partner in this sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how are you? Um, Doug, I've been better. I have the flu. Um, but you know, the podcast comes first. And yep. uh, you know, I gotta put the flu aside and and get this party this going. This is your Michael Jordan flu game. This is uh game six. This is, and this, you know, if this is my sexy voice too. So, you know. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So and yeah, you know, it, I, I'm going to I'm going to look at this review uh, a little differently than I normally do. Right. Because I okay. don't want to say I hate it, you know, because I know what type of movie it is when it came out. And I'm a big Star Wars fan. So, you know, um, but I'm going to tell you there there may be a, a 2023 character that I, I can't stand. Well, I hope. No, no, no. I, I, no, no, no! It's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna be who you think it is. And oh, I'm gonna, and 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 I'm gonna say it's something that doesn't fit in the Star Wars Star Wars world. Like the character, it just does not fit. <laughs> well, for Brimley? No. Well, well. <laughs> okay. No. Uh. No, no, no. He he definitely does not fit. I mean, if I mean, I'm glad. Listen, if I if I had a if you told me I'm gonna see. War, Wilfred Brimley, Brimley, fight a monster with a cane. I'm gonna say I'll never would I ever see that, and I did see it. I'm gonna say the sorceress because Star Wars. Oh, that was the most hated. Oh, okay. I don't. The character was to me was so out of place in this in this movie. I was gonna say show, but in this movie, it's so out of place. she, She is she a? I mean, she's a sorceress who just turns into a bird, and that's it. Like she can only turn to a yeah. bird. Yeah, she and then what's weird is uh, T- uh, Tarek or Tariq, whatever his yeah. name is, who's played yeah. by uh, Lurch from the new Adams family. The Adams family is from the two thousand or the nineties. It's that actor who's inside of that. Oh wow! But no, I, I agree because 
she was kind of confusing because it kind of reminded me of Sarah Douglas. It wasn't her. Sarah Douglas, who was in uh, Superman, Superman 2, Beast, I think Beast Master. But the the way she looked and acted, she looked like she should have been in like a He-Man movie or or the Power Rangers. Like it doesn't fit in a Star Star Wars world. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like it just, it's so like it to me, like if you didn't have her in there, okay, then I can get the monsters against Star Wars that, you know, fine. But when you have the sorceress who's living with the monsters, like, uh, (laughs) that. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So yeah, yeah she I like, wasn't a fan. Work, of her. She like worked for them, and then and then she was like a big part of the movie. She was basically like their quote unquote henchmen. They were basically holding her captive. But but in she order can't to... do it. All she could do is turn into a raven. She has no yeah, other powers. Can... That's it. So what good is she? Well, no, she has a ma- she has a magic robe that she can change from uh, a a person in oh. an instant just by twirling the robe. Oh, that that I forgot about that part. Okay, you're right. All right. Yeah. And, and okay, yeah. And she can turn the horse into a yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, she I can turn that. wait, the, well, let's just talk about that. Uh yeah. So the fact that she can take the robe, change from one person to another, and she needs a robe to do that, but somehow the horse changes from a white horse to a black horse with no robe at all. What no, yeah. I know. Now if the horse wore a robe, that'd be something. So if so is the power in the robe or the ring? Great question. Because she would, she needed the ring when he took it away yes. from her and threw her in jail yes. later in the movie. Yes. Yeah, they seem like that's what she needed. But then I thought she got it back when she like begged for her life. She got it back, and then somehow he had it at the end. Unless there's multiple rings that the Marauders have. I don't. Know. I don't think so. I think that's the only ring. But I mean, apparently the ring has multiple powers that we don't know about, and I guess. You know, we'll, we'll find. We'll talk about that later. I don't know. I, with a little, it, little twist of the ring, a little twist. Yeah, of the there's ring a lot of qu- there's a lot of questions with this. Um, but I'm gonna say this. You know, if and, and I don't remember. I don't know if I saw this or not. It it, it vaguely looks familiar. Um, it was on TV. I think t- it was on like ABC or Fox. I guess Fox would have played it. When did it come out? Like '79 or '80? Oh, Fox or? wasn't around yet. What am I talking about? Fox was barely born at this point. So I don't know where it, uh, 85 this came out. The other one came out in 84. This came out in 85. And then I never even knew like when you're on Disney Plus and you look at the Star Wars Vintage cuz that's what this is under. Like even when you search for it, it comes up Star Wars Vintage uh Ewoks the Battle for Endor. But the thing that is kind of crazy is I never knew I've heard of this. But I never watched this cuz I'm being honest. I re- I enjoyed the movie because this is the first time we ever done done a movie. Uh and I th- no Star Trek. Somebody that's a Star Trek lover might hear this and get upset with me. But the thing with Star Trek was in that Star Trek world, there wasn't like there was like little phrases of different things and like different creatures that we saw on the ship. But it was really like, OK, they're they're speaking English they're on a ship the whole time. But with this, there was all the different creatures, uh, some of the mentions, some of the callbacks of lines that I really appreciate it. But I, this is like a gateway Star Wars movie. If you're a kid in 85 and you were too young, say if you were born in 77, you didn't see the first one. So oh, you saw it on VHS or rented it or Betamax. But when this came out, this would have been something I would have loved to watch. You have a little kid as the person you're following, Sindel. Yeah, and, and the little kid, I mean, looked just like Drew Barrymore. Like I thought it was like a Drew Barrymore. Oh, like I know, I know. At a time. And and like her brother in the beginning looked like Luke Skywalker. Like I don't know if they were trying to go for like the uh. Luke Skywalker look, but I, I so I the only research I did because I don't want to go too deep in this is that I wanted to know where this fell on the timeline 
of Star Wars. And it takes place after Empire Strikes Back, but before Return of the Jedi. Okay. With that being... Okay. So with that being said, the the main Ewok, who's in both movies, Return of the Jedi Wicked. and this... Played Wicked. by Warwick Davis. Correct. He speaks English in this movie, but doesn't speak English in Return of the Jedi. He loses... He, he forgets how to... Sp- Speak English in Return of the Jedi? <laughs> Maybe he didn't trust them like he trusts Sindel and can actually speak. And in these movies, there's different languages too, because when the Marauders are drinking at the end of the movie, which is really funny, I think, uh, they they speak English to the sorceress, but as soon as she like is out of the room, it's like this garble. Like, cause that's what you love when you get to, into these movies. There's these different worlds. And this is the first time we've been in one, like doing reviews, like Lord of the Rings ish, Harry Potter. There's like these worlds that you get dropped into. And uh, I felt like I was watching a star Wars movie. These, mo- these monsters could fit in the, into the Lord of the Rings, uh, world. Oh yeah. Totally. Oh yeah. But, but I'll tell you, I, I, I think that the way they speak, um, I don't think they're putting on any kind of accent. I just think they just can't speak through the mask because uh, it sounds yeah. it sounds so garbled when they're speaking English. Like he's like, he's almost like he's trying to speak while gargling water. That's what he, yeah. that's what he sounded. That, that's what he sounded. <laughs> that's what he sounded like. And I and I wonder like, you know, I, and you know, when did Munchie come out? Well, are we Disney Munchie Munchie right now? Nineteen ninety two was the first one, and okay. the follow up was ninety four. 92. I mean, look at, I mean, the, the stop motion and like, I mean, just the, the, the masks and everything like Munchie, they couldn't do anything better than what they had. Well, well, one has a, a, a huge budget. I'm sure this movie, even for a TV movie, had a huge budget because of the success of Star Wars and how much they were making off of it. I remember at this time, if you ever watch that documentary on Disney Plus. When it comes to George Lucas, he's doing, he's like at the forefront of like CGI. And there's a really cool parts in this movie, how good the CGI looks for 1985. But you can drag Munchie, I guess. And if anybody else listening is a Munchie fan, I had a, an, a bot, an artificial intelligence, write a sequel to Munchie. And it created the name Munchie Strikes again. And I named the title character after uh, my sequel watching partner, Jamie. So, Yeah. <coughs> Okay, love it, but uh, yeah. Okay. So let's uh, let's get right into the movie. I thought again, I liked Return of the Jedi as a kid, and I still like it as an adult. So sure. it was a good change of pace. The second one is the best for me personally. It's the best one. It has so much Agreed. action in uh, Empire Stri- Strikes Back, and then the end. Uh, the last one had just I don't know. It was a perfect end to what they thought at that time was a planned trilogy that it was done with. But uh, now this movie, man, just. Uh, the, the I was waiting. Was so I, great. Yeah, it was good, but I was waiting for the the words. I was waiting for the you know the, the crawl. The, yeah, the, the crawl, and there wasn't any. And I was like, all right, you know, uh, you know, me. I I mean, I'm surprised it doesn't because I just figured everything Star Wars related. But like, do they consider this part of like this? I know that it's part of the Star Wars world, but like, I'm like, why? Like, if it's at the time, were they considering it being connected to the Star Wars movies? Like, I don't know. I I think back then, that, like it was before the movie nerds had the internet to be able to like ruin things. But I think George Lucas, when he made this, I think he envisioned maybe more movies. But I don't know if they didn't do well or in his head he was like, oh, we're just going to do two because just think it was after this they had like the droids cartoon. I think 
but then it was really nothing until they kind of re-put the other ones in the movie theater in the 90s and then they made the you know the prequels but i i, I don't know they should have uh continued with them because i don't know i think it was perfect for like it's a good kids movie like i watching it again the creatures are a little scary but man i think i might let my daughter watch it yeah, you know, it it, it, it was like, it, it, to me, it reminded me of Labyrinth and all those movies back in the 80s. Like, this could have fit right on that same level. However, I mean, it's super dark. I mean, the first five minutes, this, this girl loses her <sighs> entire family. So, I mean, like, you know, like, I mean, that's like, that's now, I after the movie, I, I read that there was another movie before this. There was another. There Ewoks was. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Caravan so this, of, yeah. So this is a continuation of that. So I didn't know that. So, you know, if you're watching this for the first time, which I did, and I'm like, all right, here's the main star. And then all of a sudden, everybody dies. I'm like, whoa. You know, like I wasn't. Oh, so Paul like, Gleason's in the first one? Like, oh, the same people are in the first one? I didn't look. Everybody is, but the father's different. It's a different actor. Not breakfast, not uh, Paul Gleason. I cannot believe that he is a good guy. He's never yeah. played a good guy in his whole career. I wrote, does Han Solo know that you rated his wardrobe? Yikes. <laughs> but wasn't that weird not, to see him wait, in a nice role? I've never hundred, seen him like that. Well, not even a nice role, just an action, like an action role. Like, yeah. I mean, listen, this is a movie that has, you know, Wilford Brimley and and him. So, I mean, like, you know, like they clearly they were picking people that were big at the time. You know, I mean, I don't know what made them think to put Brim, Brimley in here. I mean, that that's kind of an odd choice, I guess. Um, but he Cocoon? was pretty huge back then. Right. Cocoon. He Cocoon he made those commercials. Like... He he was in uh what was the TV show he was on? Was it? I forget. Was, it was like Little House, not Little House on a Prairie, but it was on one of those. But kind I of shows. I, kn- I know he's really young in this because I remember seeing a movie fact about I forgot what actor, but it was like this actor is the same age as Wilford Bl- Brimley was in Cocoon, and like the actor today, I feel like it was like Paul Rudd and something, and I'm like, oh my god, like. He's if probably you like tell only me, like 50 years old. I was going to say, if you tell me he's like four, like my age, <laughs> which is very possible, you know, because we just found that I just found out that, you know, uh, Murtaugh Briggs was and Murtaugh, you know, younger yeah. than me. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, if you tell me Brim- Brimley was in his early 40s. No, he was 60. No, no. So he was 61. So, okay. He was? Okay. Yeah. Holy. Wait, he was 61. I feel like he was around forever. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, no. 51. 51. Okay. That's my age almost. That's what I mean. So you're yeah, 51. So you're, so yeah. Okay. So you're telling me he's, he's only about three years older than me in this. That's crazy. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Ah, but, but again, again, you would think like, Oh, who, who else is young at the time? So we can have in this main role, but I think he worked well because of who his character was. He was like a crotchety old man. He was sort of a, a hermit in a sense, but he had like the biggest heart, which was like, for me, like it was really cool. Actually. He, he was bipolar. I mean, he was like, Oh, so angry. And then he's like, the next scene, he's like, he's like loving her. And then he yelling at her again. And then he's like all nice again. Um, yeah, I, I have, I definitely have a, I have a, I have a, I I have an issue with him though. And you know, because we're not there yet and, and we'll talk about it, but his, his relationship with his, with his buddy, Oh, I love him. It's great. I need him on a t-shirt. Teak. One, uh, he's up there in the sequel. He's going to be a top. It'll be hard. It's early in the year, but I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to be on the Mount Rushmore of uh, sequel characters for 2023. It'll be hard to top well, him. 
Okay, you know what? Since we're talking, I'm gonna say it. So he, okay, so he's got a, he's he's been, he's on this planet for a long time, and there, he's obviously this is his buddy. He has no problem leaving him. <laughs> I know at the end. The minute the minute his ship is ready, he drops him so fast. Like, why could he take him with him? I don't know because he was alone too until he met the Ewoks. He didn't really know Wicket. He didn't know any of them. But no, he's right. like, "Hey, buddy, you want to come with me?" No. Well, the girl does the same thing to Wicket. She's like, in seconds, she knows. She really. I mean, okay, it, what is it, a day, two days, maybe this takes place? Yeah, they, yeah, okay. it's not that they, long. They, they sleep once, like right. They they sleep overnight. Now one time. So no, 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 no they sleep over twice because one, twice, yeah, because one night. They sleep on the floor, a... and then the next night, after he's yeah. angry with okay. them and says, "You're gonna, you're gonna earn your keep. You're gonna do chores. You're gonna clean." And then he goes, "Here, take my bed." Yes. So two days, and yeah. this girl drops Wicket and goes to the strange man. I don't know. I, <laughs> maybe I, or 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 maybe Wicket was like, "I gotta stay with my buddies. We're a package deal. You're gonna take <laughs> all of us, even the crazy one that catapulted himself to save Wicket." Okay, there's only five. There's only five Ewoks in this whole village. Okay, there's only five, right? I mean, and they're all fat. I mean, really, except for Wicket, they're all fat. Yeah, they could, but they could. He couldn't take them all to save them. Like, why? It's a, right. it's a big ship. That was a huge ship. Right. And where were they going again? The movie's called Battle of Endor, right? Okay. Or Battle for Endor? Yeah, I should know that. But uh, the the thing that's crazy is there was really no battle the, the, for the, that. No, no, there wasn't. It was a good title because that's what I thought it'd be. And again, I think again overall we'll, we'll keep going through the movie. But I, yeah, I wish there was like some kind of it, huge thing. It could have been battle on Endor. That would have made more sense. That would make sense. No, yeah. they were. That would have made more sense. Um, but yeah, battle for and and okay. So we're gonna go back to Brimley. Brimley. So he, you know, I, you know, I think in a movie like this, we are gonna be jumping around. So, uh, you know, he's not a good pilot. Because he talks about the fact that he's fly, he, him and his buddy were excited to rip up space and and cause whatever, and he crashed in the first mission. <laughs> so this little, so you're gonna, so Wicket's gonna trust this little girl to go on the on this plane with him when he he crashed that, the first time he flew. That's true. He was uh, he, her keeper. They became good friends when they were in that big. Uh, they were in like the it wasn't a whale bone, but they were in like creature bones, like that little like. Uh, cage that they were in they became like best friends at that point and he's just yeah. gonna leave her yeah that's true again and he's been there 25 years with no attempt to leave and he's never seen anyone that's what's crazy like when we get to the part that he just leaves every day they don't even know where he goes uh sindel thought oh uh he's going to work oh maybe yeah. he's just going to work it's like well, yeah. he doesn't know anyone yeah yeah okay all right all right, let's dig in. <laughs> yeah, so the the sad part we talked about like Paul Gleason like seeing him, but the really sad part you mentioned a little bit earlier was like the mom and the son, the her brother dying. But the way that it happened was she had like again futuristic looking technology, like almost like an Apple Watch sort of thing. And I don't know if I would want that. That it's four lights that are lit, and it's for them being alive. So you're telling me one day one of one of those lights could go out and it, what if it just doesn't have battery? I'm gonna think somebody in my family died because the two lights went out. She's like, "Oh man, mom and Jake are dead," and I'm like, "Oh my god." Uh, yeah, I mean, first of all, what's the purpose of that? Like, why? Why? I mean, why do you have to know? 
you know, keep track of that on your on your wrist? Like, what what would be the purpose of that? Unless they always were in danger their whole lives, like people were getting picked off left and right, so they just needed to know. But I, I guess. don't think that was so necessary. No. no, but I mean, and but she also did see them both get murdered, and her reaction. I mean, I know she's a little girl, but all right, she moved on pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. And the da- how about Paul Gleason when he's like with his daughter and he's like, when I say run, run. And you're like, oh my God. And then they surround and he tells her to run and she starts sprinting. And his death for, again, for like, it's when movies show people die or they show like the aftermath or a different shot of it. But when they show him like shooting back, taking out a few of the marauders, and then you see his, him get shot. And his arm slides down the the bark of the tree, and you're like, "Oh my god, she's all alone." And, then and she again, gets this, is like, this is the first five minutes. This is like five the first minutes, five yeah. minutes. Of, yeah. yeah, her entire family dies in the first five minutes. She she's and she's like five years old, living in the woods with a a bear, an, e- an Ewok, and that's that's like so that's the first five minutes of the movie. And if you've never seen like the other ones or never seen a Star Wars movie, you're like like this is this is it's pretty heavy for the first, you know, beginning yeah. of the movie. And the sorceress is there right away too, because she turns into a Raven and she's like, we need to get that girl. And that's the thing that makes no sense to me too. So you're telling me, if let's use like Albert Einstein as an example. Let's say Albert Einstein, like had an invention that was going to be like a powerful bomb and he dies. Do you think he, Albert Einstein's telling like his son, Albert jr who's five years old, like how to do it all because they really believe that their daughter at this point in the movie, we have no idea what this cylinder is, this metal cylinder, but they believe that she should know. And that's what they're, that's what the sorceress, that's what uh, Tarek is all like for not like anything else, just like, or anyone is anybody else alive? There's no other humans around. There's no humans around. And not only that, but they, they want that power source, but their monsters, their humans, what makes them think that they're going to be able to use that the same way that the humans are able to use the power source? Because it yeah, fits exactly, I mean, it fits exactly where it needs to be to fly the ship. And, and what's funny is they were in a ship because that's where Paul Gleason was, and they didn't put two and two together that this goes in a ship. Yeah. Because yeah. that's all they were thinking about was, oh, what do we do with this? How can we harness this power? When I, I don't think they needed to. I think they had a pretty good setup there. Where, where else are they going to go? They had a castle. They had an evil black moat that had piranha in it, I guess, maybe. Uh, yeah. I thought it was acid at first. When they when they dropped something in there, I thought it was like an acidy thing. I didn't realize there was a monster in there. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I you know, they, they also don't seem like the brightest group. Because I mean, the the his warriors are the dumbest, the worst warriors possible. I mean, these Always. Ewoks who don't own guns are are nailing them left and right w- with their lasers. Yet they have a hundred of these monsters and didn't hit one Ewok. I know, or shoot the girl. Well, that that's what it is. And if you ever said like the uh, Family Guy did like that blue. Whatever it was oh, yeah. called, it was like the special making fun of Star Wars. And it was like, "Hey, do you want to join the Empire?" And then there was like Empire training. It was like, "You got to miss, 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 miss." Yeah, because they can't hit anything. But no, yeah. th- that was cool about 
seeing faces like versus the stormtroopers because there's no really emotion with a stormtrooper they just obviously are, are are dumb at times and they miss shots but some of these marauders their faces they would make like when they were kind of like duped like leaning over an edge which we'll talk about that scene later but a few other ones or when they're drinking it was like kind of fun to see like like actually they, see these creatures they made like them very kind of human i'm just they were they're playing cards you know like so like yeah. i mean which, you know, it, that's another trope you see in movies all the time is where you have, you know, you're, they're, they're supposed to be guarding someone so important in the dungeon, in the jail cell. And is and is always a group that's guarding them, playing cards or just falling asleep or not like the people, the, the, I guess the head of the gangs that, that kidnap people, you know, in these movies, they, they got to pick better guards because again, why would you pick someone that is playing cards or they fall asleep? Yeah. And always escaping. There's always a way to escape. And when they fall asleep, it's always like the deepestly possible that they can't hear anything or feel anything coming off their body. Wouldn't you think the deepest sleep would be like in a very comfortable position? Not like with a <laughs> no, chair. No, leaning back. It's always it's always in a chair leaning back on two legs. <laughs> Yep, and then when they get caught by the boss, when the boss comes in and the and the good guys are gone, they wake them up and then they're startled. Ooh, ooh, and then they fall out of and, the chair. And it's always a very big key ring, so that you could oh. stick like a stick or something to lift it off your pocket somehow. And it's nobody ever figured that one out. Or when they used to put the keys on the wall, like in the Close. same room. Why? Why are they ever in the same room? Why are they on the wall? Like, why are they not just like in your pocket? Like in the pocket? No. <laughs> no. Oh my god. So then the so then we have uh, the sorceress. She turns from a, a crow, a raven, back into uh, the sorceress and grabs Sindel. Uh, and then what they do is they take her. They put her in like we mentioned before. It was like just like the ribs of some creature kind of looks like the creature that they have walking around. I forget the names of those, but maybe it's one of those, but they turn it into like a little jail and the creature in their very creepy voice says, you're a great prize. And How then weird. Okay. That was weird. It's a, it's no, a four year old. I mean, it's not, no, no. And there's no other human. First of all, why do they need her? Well, no, they need her because they think that she knows how to harness that power. Even at this point, that that's the whole point. No, I, I. But why would they think that though? Like just because? I mean, because she, she's, oh, she's the only human left. Because she's the only human left. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so when that when that monster says that to her, I was it was like I thought it was very weird because he seemed a little too excited about that. Yeah, you know, very excited. But then Wicket calms everything down. Wicket, take care of you, and I'm like. And they're like best buddies. Then within seconds, the other ones sacrifice themselves sort of because they stay in there. They lift the floorboards. And this is like, where we we're just talking about the bad shooting when they get out from underneath and then they start running and they get caught and they get well, seen again. The, yeah. the other ones couldn't fit. They oh, that is fat. true. Well, they could have ripped up two floorboards. They didn't though. They asked the, because they, that's the why she said I could fit in there because the other ones couldn't fit. Ah. So, yeah. And okay. this is the number one when you're looking for a henchman, you got to make sure they have brains because when they're chasing uh, the two and they scale a very dangerous ledge, very, very dangerous. And you know that they're not going to get away fast. I know obviously the marauders are like really big and clunky. Maybe they don't have like the 
the depth perception or the skill to be able to just scale that. But when they're looking at them going to the, they see them disappear into the crevice and then they start shooting at the mountain and kill themselves. They, well, yeah, I mean, well, first of all, even when they escaped, they rolled under the wagon. None of them saw them until they started running. Like there was a line of, of, you know, they had a trail of, of uh, whatever horses and everything. Warriors walking back to the castle. You're going to tell me you're not going to see a a, 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 a Ewok and the little girl rolling out from under the wagon. (laughs) So they don't notice that. I just love how the fact that they got up to that mountain so fast because they look up there, the they see they see how high it is and how and then two seconds later you see them like slowly walking across that mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, the scenery is cool in these movies because it really reminded you of uh, of Return of the Jedi. Obviously, it's the <coughs> same planet, but it was just really cool to uh, to get back into this world. But yeah, so then we get. And how about in the how good does the dragon look in the next scene? That is like for 1985. Okay. Okay. So yes, the dragon looked very cool. I get you know for the time. The problem is, it's a dragon or a bird, like a monster bird, because dragons don't have. I I don't think they have feet like an eagle when they're holding the well, girl flying. Dragons aren't real. <laughs> Wait, they're not. <laughs> In every movie, the dragons have flat feet, right? They don't, they can't grab the way that, okay, okay. So, wait, dragons always have flat, I thought they had like claws and they can grab things. They do, but I thought they had like, uh, excuse me, when you see like an alligator, isn't that like a dragon? (laughs) Is an alligator a dragon? It, it's close to a dragon. Or, okay. Take, take, what are those pet dragons called? When you, when you take, when you take, you know, a, com- those... a Komodo dragon. Okay. Well, they're not pets. Yeah. A bearded dragon? Whatever. Those That's dragons. Okay. A, a bearded dragon is a pet? That's the pet. Komodo dragons are the ones that kill people. Like, they're huge. They're like why is it called, why is it called a bearded dragon? Because they got Do a they little ha- beard. They have a beard? Okay. Anyway. It is like the bumpy, a, the bumpiness. Yeah. The, the problem is when, the, when, the dragon's flying and holding the girl. There's a scene when she's literally being held up like by her shoulders. Like, and you see her whole body dangling, but then they, you see the Ewok flying towards him. And then you see the dragon again. All you see is the leg hold the hand or the, the foot holding the girl literally wrapped around her entire body as if it was like <sighs> King Kong's hand. Like it, you, when, if you get a chance to see that again, it's the most ridiculous thing. Like the hand, the hand of the dragon is massive, but then later on, it's like you know. So they kind of made it look. I don't know. I noticed that. <laughs> I love that. I love that we bit like that was a really cool part. But we mentioned that Wicket was flying. So what happens is they get into this. They get into this cave, and they're like, "We're gonna be here for a little bit." And there's they start a fire, and then they even and then in seconds he's like, "Let me build like a paraglider, like a hang glider." That's how, how he builds. That? How do you do that? I have no idea. How do he do that? If you look at the if you look at the stuff that was on the floor, yeah, I, I understand. Was there was there was a rag. There might have been like a rag, a couple of sticks, and that's it. He builds this massive hang glider that works. That not only not only okay, fine. I I can get on board the fact that he built something that all right, he's able to glide, but he was able to steer and raise and go higher and lower on this thing. Like it was like you know, and 
how long did he take to build it? Oh, I don't know how long he was in there, but he nailed it because what if it was something was off a little bit, he wouldn't have gotten to her in time because he was the reason that happened. But I love how like as a as a little girl, she was like she was kind of a badass because she went to help him after he pulled the bone and it woke up the dragon and she took a torch and threw it at the dragon. And that kind of like maybe pissed the dragon off. And he's like, I'm taking you. They threw a couple things at it. Well, they use like a lot of small pebbles, these Ewoks. And somehow yeah. these pebbles do a lot of damage when it, you know, you know, but it was in, in, the, in the cave, they literally like, I, I was, I was actually laughing because like they were like, she threw the torch, he threw pebbles and like the dragon wasn't faced. <laughs> it just, it just kind of get, get, he just kept getting angry and angrier. But what it, he, and, and, and Wicked didn't measure the hang glider. So what if he made it too long? And he ran and tried to jump out of the cave, and then it just got stuck. <laughs> That'd be really funny. I was I was thinking that I'm like, how does he know how wide to make it? He nailed and it. and the fact that he's able to hold two people on it and steer okay. to grab grab her from a creature that's flying. Which, by the way, I mean, was a little reckless on his part because he was throwing rocks or whatever was what was he throwing at the dragon? Rocks while he was flying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How did he know he wasn't going to drop the? I mean, he took that gamble that he's going to drop the little girl and kill her. <laughs> oh, yeah. I a, mean, that's a big, hits ga- that's a funny big gamble. It's, it hits the dragon in the funny <laughs> bone or right on the knuckle and he's like, ow. Yeah. Uh, but he could have probably swooped rec- down and grabbed her. He was that good. He was that good. Okay. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And then the movie went from good to great. In the next scene, we meet. Ah, one of the greatest. Well, the first, when you first saw it, did it remind you of any other creature that we've seen in other pop culture? I I'm trying to think because I I don't know. Like, first of all, it looked like a little like a rabbit. Like it had a rabbit kind of it look. Kind of did, yeah, yeah. But I I I I know I'm forgetting. So who did, who to remind you of? Dominoes. Oh, the Noid. The Noid. A little bit. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> That's I, all I kept, like, just the, the the skin color was exactly the same. And just the face was obviously, like you said, they gave him, like, rabbit teeth. The buck teeth. Yeah, the buck like, teeth. Really yep. beady. Ah. But I loved him. He was such a great character. And I'm like, oh, my God, why are, why did we only get him in one of these movies over the years? And, I mean, I feel like he, he was underused a little bit. Like, he, they didn't use him until the end. Like, there were scenes when it was just Ewok and the girl. And, and like, I wish he was with them the whole time. Like, I feel like he was, you know, enough that he's that good side character because he doesn't speak, which was kind of weird. I mean, I, I mean, Ewoks can learn English. Who knows? The girl wasn't on there on that planet that long. If if she made a movie beforehand, I'm assuming she, maybe a year difference, maybe maybe two years. Like, she's still a young girl in the first movie, right? It's the same girl. I don't know if, okay. if it is. Yeah, it, it is. OK, so the Ewoks learn English. This guy lived with Brim, Brimley for 25 years, this creature. <laughs> yeah. he, he couldn't learn anything. He didn't learn any English. But somehow Brimley understands him. 
He does, yeah. His little like me, 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 yeah. Okay. But man, he was just so he's so good, man. Just some of the things he does are like where he's really funny, but then in the at the end, he just his speed. What he can do with his speed is so key. Whether it's like helping out Wicket and Sindel and and giving them food, which is pretty funny. That scene. No, they. You know what they. I, I'm surprised they gave him a big scene with the, the the keys and everything else. Like that was a that was a big scene oh. for him. And you know, because like I said before that, like they weren't using him that much. Um, and I wasn't like because he kept he kept he slept a lot. Every time I left the house, he's always in yeah. bed. Like he wasn't getting up. So I was like, all right, they're not going to use him. But they did use him a lot later on, which was I was glad. So yeah, I did love when he brought them into the house. Like, oh, this is an empty house, and it's because he can't speak. And he was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah. Wicked, since no one lives here, we'll clean it up because it's really dirty and we'll live here. And it's like, like Brimley, uh, Noah, I guess he goes to where he like goes to work on the ship every like every day and then comes back. And so they cleaned everything up. And then while they're cooking, he goes home pissed. He's pissed. He is pissed. But I mean, and I don't blame him, uh, but you're going to tell me Brimley built that house. Cause that was a pretty cool house. Yeah. That maybe was a he pretty... found it. Maybe he found it like they sort of found it, and maybe uh, he doesn't really have full ownership of it. Maybe, maybe. But yes, I mean, you know what though? But in in Brimley's defense, the little girl could be a super bad guy. I mean, like you're, we're talking about the Star Wars world, right? So you're talking about yeah. anybody. You can't trust anybody. I mean, like you can have the cutest little thing be like the most ruthless being on the planet. So. Why would why would he be comfortable having these two strangers there? That's true. I mean, I'm thinking like, wait, there's a girl that somehow survived the woods and she doesn't know where she is. Yeah, I don't buy that one bit. You know, I, and so I I I think that I, he has a right to be kicking him out. That is a great cover for like a, a villain origin story. Like, oh, I don't know who I am, and she's yeah. like the almighty. She could be the sorcerer. This whole movie. Can you imagine that 100%. at the end of the movie? We didn't see the sorcerer for a while. Okay. And boom. It's Why her. not? Snow White turns the, the, the witch turns into an old lady. The sorcerer turns yes. into a little kid, girl. And now, now think about that. So you know what? He was a right to be on edge. Yeah. John Voight and uh, baby Jean, evil, whatever, super babies. He yeah. turns into a little kid. <laughs> the end of the movie. So see? anything can happen. But Anything. yeah, she gets so ticked when they get booted. She's like, you're a mean old man. And then Noah, and then he, the, what's great about him is, I, I think you said it best, like the relationship he has with Teak is he has the full conversation out loud, answering for Teak, knowing what he thinks, I guess. Because when he's talking about like, I'm going to go over the, I'm going to go over the stove and get me another plate. Okay. You're going to stay right here. Yeah. 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 I'm going to use here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then an hour, he takes one step and you see the, the door, the little doggy door is open. Well, and, and he, he tells him, all right, only one biscuit. And he's eating right in front of him. And literally, he's taking biscuits and throwing them in his pouch. And and Brimfley doesn't see any, the fact that they're all missing. Like, he didn't notice, like, you know, until the, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, that, that's, that, to me, like, the, the, what's his, what's the creature's name? Teak. Teak. Okay, Teak. Teak seems so happy to be around him. And that's why it bothered me when Brimley left him. In, <laughs> like, 
it, like I, I still like that. You talk about twenty five years. You're not talking about like <laughs> Brimley like crash landing now and then like you know a couple months. You know he, this little creature helped him. He didn't build a relationship. You're talking about twenty five years. That's crazy. Bye. That's it. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <coughs> Oh yeah. my god! But no, yeah. and, and like, like again, and then Noah at this point, Wicked builds the fire. This is like his nice, like, like you say, it's like Doctor Jekyll, Mrs. Hyde, bipolar. Because Wicked, uh, because Sindel's, she's freezing. He builds a fire, and then I know where Noah comes out of nowhere, puts it out, and then says, "If you're gonna build a fire, you're gonna build it in my fireplace." And you're like, "What?" You know, first of all, I think Wicked would would crush Survivor. Because he could somehow make a fire with two sticks so fast. He's done it multiple times in this movie that because he doesn't have any flint or anything. You, you watch him. He, he, he took two. two yeah, he uses a rock. Yeah. And he, yeah, yeah. A, a rock. How do you make a fire with a rock? Well, you've seen a spark. Okay. Two rocks together. I want to see you do that. <laughs> well, I, well, having them with the tool is kind of like that. It's like it it, it acts for two rocks, but no, he, no, he is good. But in the same sense, he's kind of like a doofus because when he lights a fire, then oh. he falls into it and he, almost lights he, himself on fire. He's super clumsy throughout the whole movie. He's like but, Mr. Magoo, but it works out. I was gonna say his clumsiness. He's he's like Inspector Clouseau. He's like that clumsiness yes. that always cl- is clumsy at the right time to do something that's helpful by accident. Yeah. That's, that's how you, that's how wicked it is. Yeah. It always works out. It, it's great. It always uh, works out for him, but then there's so man. So then we get like this, the black and white dream sequence. So they're back, they're at the house. She has like this dream. She wakes up and man, that's kind of, that's another thing that's kind of scary. Maybe I wouldn't show my daughter this because she wakes up thinking everybody's in the house. Noah, Wicked, Teak, and everywhere it's the Marauders, just the creatures. It was neat how they did the dream sequence also. Like they changed the whole yeah. camera. Um, so that, you know, you know, you could see the create so much creativity. I mean, you know, um, in this movie. And, you know, again, watching it now compared to watching it then, you obviously see everything. But imagine watching this back then. It, it Like you would never think twice. You're like, look how great this is. Like it really is so creative. No, 100%. And then, uh, so then she wakes up screaming at this point and Noah, he says, I'll protect you. And you're like, man, this is that guy just booted her. And then he says, you take my bed. You two wake it, picks them up, both up, throws them in the bed. And then he is like uncomfortable. He even like makes a sound like a little groan, but he's like, Oh no. He says, see what you did. And looking at Teak and then Teak like smiles I, the, my favorite part about Teak is everything. I can talk about him forever, but the the fidgeting, the actor that they had play that, like, I don't know if that was a choice or somebody said like, hey, I want you to move a lot because he was like, no matter what, his fingers are always moving. Well, he's 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 a speedster, so he's always probably, he's probably yeah. like itching to like run. But how about the fact that Brimley is wearing the Grandpa Joe pajamas? The, the, <laughs> yes, he the, is. The, 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 heavy, the, heavy, the heavy white nightgown, like that yeah. I, was that really what men wore in the, in the past? Like, I don't understand Dude, that like, in the old timey hat. Like, I don't know how are these styles. I, I, I don't, I don't understand either. I mean, it really because to see him in that pajama in the nightgown. It's a nightgown. Like, like, do you think they called it a nightgown back then? 
Yeah, I think so. Okay. Pajama. I don't know, but every time you see an old movie, it was like a full matching outfit. I go to sleep in basketball shorts and yeah, really that okay t-shirt. And you mentioned it the 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 hat. What was the purpose of that? Like you're gonna tell me it's not gonna fall off. I can't wear socks. I I was gonna say you're gonna it's gonna yeah, but it's gonna fall off. You're gonna roll over. It's not gonna fall off. Like what? Like I don't know. All right. Or the end of it's gonna go in your mouth or something. It's gonna wake you up. It's like a choking hazard. At least okay, but at least make it like a skull cap. Why you make it like a where it's like it hangs over like an elf's hat? Like it, it just doesn't make sense. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just seems so loose what they used to wear back then. I don't understand that. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, and then we get the morning. He was a big softy at night. What does he do now? All right, you guys are gonna be out of here, and you're like, what? He's gonna leave. Like well, this is no, what's happening right now. Didn't he? Didn't he tell them he had they had to clean everything, right? Didn't he say he had to well, no, he, clean? He, he, yeah, he did say all that. But then he go and then he wants to boot them. Like, I think he wants to boot them first, and then he changes pace and yes. says like the cleaning stuff. Right, right, right. You're like what? And then from there, no, no, no. This is when no, no. That's after. This is when he really wants to boot them because he goes off for the day, and then when he comes back whistling, it's just Teak, and he is like. It's good oh, they didn't they follow him yet. Okay, they didn't follow him yet. They didn't okay. follow him yet. No, but this is when he comes <laughs> back and he goes, Teak, they left? And Teak like nods yes. And he goes, I know you liked him and I did too, but they could have bring trouble. There could be a lot of trouble that they're bringing. You're like, oh, okay. So I'm thinking like maybe that Noah is some kind of like bigger person that we, that we don't know, like within like the Star Wars universe or some kind of title that he had. Which unfortunately he didn't, but it still like worked out for this movie. But when he's like kind of sad when they're not there, and then they bust in the door with the flowers and like, oh, we can make pies. And he's well, like, okay. what you th- when you Brimley's been been there for twenty five years with just him and this rabbit, and, and right, Teak, yeah. right. So he sees a human for the first time in twenty five years. You would think that he would be like, you know what? Wow, like I'm like I got someone I could talk to. Like the fact that, okay. So 25 years, he's living with this rabbit who doesn't say a word to him. So, <laughs> yeah. it's si- so it's silence for 25 years. He should be happy that he has a human being that he can have a conversation with. Yeah. And I think he's pretty put together for 25 years of only having teak. Uh, because I think I would go insane, like not talking uh-huh. to anybody for 25 and years. If, if that house was already there, where are the other houses? Why is it like there's only one house in the middle of the, <laughs> yeah. like I, I I have questions about the house in general, and it just you know, like, he okay so he either made it or he, he he found it, but either way it's ridiculous. Yeah, because we found out his buddy when he opens up his friend that when they crash the ship, his buddy didn't stick around for long. He like was already off, like he wanted yeah. to be able to go find help like right away. So it's not like they built it together because it'd be so hard to build yeah. a house by yeah. yourself, but uh. And so the, yeah, once, that, whole, that whole buddy thing, by the way, was took me by surprise. Oh yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh my god, like that's pretty cool. And then the end part was like pretty friggin'. That's that's what I'm like, talking about. I th- I thought I thought we were gonna find him. I figured like you know what we're gonna uh, find him. They're gonna be re- god, they're gonna be reunited. Have, or what if he was like t- uh, Tarek? Because you imagine that somehow he changed into a creature, or if he was like the ultimate baddie. That we didn't know about. He was like the See, that would top be good. of the line guy. That would have been wait, really. Wait a, wait a second. So we, well, we, we know what happens to him. Why did he look the way he did? 
as like because he was there for 25 years. But so is Brimley. So, like, so like how oh, well, old? Like, no, Brimley, no, Brimley's been. Brimley, they're Brimley's there the same alive. time. The other guy was dead yeah. in the jail. Yeah, in all bones. Yeah. Why was he all bones? Because he was sitting there for 25 years. Okay, but Brimley was also there 25 years. You're yeah, tell, he's so, not dead. He's alive. Yeah, but he 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 wasn't. They they kept him alive. It wasn't like he was just sitting there and they're just like. Oh, they probably didn't they, feed they him and stuff or give him water, and he just freaking. Yeah, it's not like they were feeding him on on chains and. I think they were know? feeding him. All right, <laughs> we're gonna feed you right. really well and take care of you, but you're not leaving these chains. All right, all right. <laughs> but no, at the same time, this is when the sorceress is talking to, uh, to Tarek and the rest of the marauders. And this is when he, he was like pissed and he's like, find me that child. She knows. And again, this is like the second time we hear that. And I'm like, how would this kid know like these secrets that you well, really this, think she knows exactly what it, Paul Gleason's thing does? Is this where she's trying to open it? Are we at that? Is that what you're talking about? When she's trying to It open might have been when she's when she's standing in front of everyone. I think it's she's standing in front of everybody right? and she's saying yeah. she's she's saying stupid magic words or whatever and it's not doing anything. She looks like such a phony. Like I I why are they taking her serious? Because she's sitting there literally in front of with with the power source and she's saying like like boulder dash stuff. Like she's not even like and they're looking at her like, well, you know, and she's like, I don't know, I don't know why it's not working. Like She's a sorceress. If you can't figure it out, who can? Like, it's ridiculous. Why do they have her on their payroll? But what is, is she really a sorceress? She's just somebody that gets a ring from Tarek and she has powers. That's it. But There's that's what I mean. Like, that that she has. Yeah. Is she playing it up more than she is? Like, she walks around like she's a sorceress. I mean, like, the, her whole get up, <laughs> you know, and, you know, like, she's, she's a sorcerer. I mean, that, that's what they're trying to portray her as. So... But what can she do? Like, what's her purpose? Because she seems to be absolutely useless to these guys. Yeah, I have no idea. She was like okay. maybe a scapegoat that if they, if they didn't find everything, like uh, Tara can blame her and kill her, and then everybody else. Because it, it just like, when she was trying to open, but she was trying to open it. It was just sound. It, it was almost like she was looking up as she's doing it. Like, all right, are they buying what I'm doing? Like she like she looked like she had no clue what she was doing, which she didn't clearly. <laughs> It's like that Seinfeld bit when the doctor goes in the room after looking at something and looks into the book, like, <laughs> holy shit, what was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what she was doing, like trying to figure it out. But uh, so this is the next morning uh, back at the house. This is when they follow uh, Noah. And this is when Noah says, like, you're going to do chores and you're going to make this place spotless. And then within seconds, they follow him and then they follow him to an old uh, space cruiser. And man, he has traps set up. So has he seen people in the last 25 years and he has traps? Cause he even says, Oh, you're lucky. It was just this trap. Cause the other ones are a lot more lethal. And I'm like, Oh my God, he could have murdered all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, I don't know. He, he see, he seems like he seems, he, he's a little bit of a Rambo and commando because there's also a commando scene that we see later with him when he's getting ready to go <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> no, he's uh no, again, he, I think it's perfect for this movie. I don't think you could add somebody young. I think because sometimes when a, uh, somebody who's young plays that like crotchety old man stereotype, it just doesn't work too well. 
like even like when you have like a grizzled cop in something like you couldn't have a guy that's like a dirty hairy guy be like a 25 year old cop you have to have somebody that has like some kind of like they have to be seasoned and it, it like kind of works with him like even when he like catches wicket and he's kind of like pissed at him and then uh he explains the whole story like we kind of mentioned already a, a few times but me and my buddy crashed here 25 years ago and we've been here and i've been trying every day every freaking day do you imagine that every day trying to fix something that it's not fixable because we find out what makes it work at the end. So he's really doing nothing. I was going to say, for 25 years, did he explore anywhere? Or did he just keep going to that ship every no. single day and, like, bang around? Like, I don't know what, you know, because, uh, listen, again, he crashed the first time he was flying. All right. And then even when he actually got the power source, he still looked like he didn't know what he was doing. He still looked like he was just, like, flick, flicking switches and banging things around and hoping, like, you know, it was going to Fonzie up. And, you know, so. And let, let's just say this for 25 years, him going every day and cleaning it. There's a lot of Ivy inside. It was pretty <laughs> dirty inside. Like there was Ivy all over the, the, I don't know what you call them, but where they were shooting from, like the, like in all the star Wars movies in the first, uh, the first three, when they go to sit in those, you're like, Oh my God, there's Ivy everywhere. Like, what are these guys doing? But after this, what do we get? a scene that I never thought I would notice in a movie, but we get this gem of a scene, like a little like jam scene with Noah on the flute, wicked on the drums and (coughs) Teak is dancing. Everybody's just hanging out. (laughs) This is amazing. Brimley. I can't believe he's three years older than me. <laughs> and he's not playing that. Oh, you don't think so? <laughs> and Wicked is just hitting whatever, and he kind of breaks the radiator. So now there's no heat for a while. You know what, though? I thought Brimley would have been angry. I thought he was going to flip out, and they didn't show it. He's a good, he's a good, he's whoa, 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 whoa. What did he just say? It what? sounded like he's. It sounded like he said, "What the?" Oh, really? It just. It just sounded like he said it. Um, just saying. You know what? It's funny that you say that at the very end of the movie because I just finished it before we started recording. There was a scene with him, and he sounds like he curses too. And I'm like, "Yes, I." I, I, is, I, I are think they I doing that? Are I they doing that? that and just disguising it like the minions, the way the minions just say like ramble thing and throw words in are like the Ewoks cursing. I, it's very possible. That'd be fun. That'd be a fun thing to throw in. Yeah. All right. George Lucas. Okay. Right here. I want to use the, I want you to use the F word, but in a Ewok voice, we'll know it happened. But <laughs> it's like the penis in the little mermaid cover. There's uh, well, you can, there's there's such a tra- rabbit hole in in all those there's Disney movies. Those. There's there's a million mm-hmm. of them. Crazy, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so we get that uh, we get that uh, jam session. Noah has like a heart uh, a heartfelt moment uh, with Sindel. Talks about like her mom and dad and brother. Then she starts singing a song. A song I never heard of. I don't even know. Maybe that's just me for the movie, but it's pretty nice. It was like a star song my star keeps me company and then what happens with that but somehow someone else knows it too 
the crow the, the crow lady turns into her mom which i don't even know it's almost like that's not her mom because she doesn't recognize the lady when no she no i don't think i don't I, I thought it was her mom but i don't think it is i i, I don't i don't know i don't because they make it look like it's supposed to be her mom but she doesn't talk to her daughter as if she's the mom no because she goes i love that song she goes i know you yeah. love that song and i'm yeah. like but how would she know like, that song oh, mom but how would she know that song? If that's like a song a mom would sing to her daughter and the crow lady doesn't know the mom because they just crash landed on the planet a year ago. How would she know that song? Exactly. But for this movie, especially you're the sorceress, you have all the power. That's why I think you're right. She is just a phony because she is a phony. If she did the right, if she did her job, right. Obviously it worked because he got her out of the house, but she would have like pretend to be the mom. And we're like, oh, I work. The Marauders are good people. We need to help them. I actually survived. I'm fine. And then she would probably would have believed her. Why would she have to change the horse? Like, what does the horse have to do or anything? <laughs> like, that, that was just like an extra. Like, if, if the horse is black and she was pretending to be the woman, the little girl would have came over there anyway. I don't think that made a difference. Does that make her more Did evil because have- she could change the horse? <laughs> Yeah, could you imagine if she walks up? She's like, "Oh, a woman in all white. She must be an angel." It's like, "How oh, about a black horse?" <laughs> fishy. <laughs> it's this fishy. And what do you judge the horse? What if it was the crow lady, the sorceress, with a white horse? Yeah. Are you like, "Oh, the horse is good and she's bad. I could talk to the horse." Oh, I don't know. If she has that much power that she could change a horse. Like, why Why is she so useless when it comes to, like, just regular stuff that, that they need done? Like, I feel yeah, like... I know. I, I don't know. I feel like she has a lot of trickery. She's she's like the... She's like the those magicians in, in Peach Dragon that pretend like they heal people, but they really are, like, yeah. behind the scenes, it's like, you know, it's like nothing what, they, what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but that whole, that whole part of what she does and the fact that she's like, oh, dear, can you hand me my robe? It's like, oh, here's your robe. Oh, now I'm going to do this magic. And I love like Noah, like his wicket wakes up and notices that she's gone and Noah's not waking up. So he pours water all over. Yeah. Yeah. God's so good. But why was her robe so far away? Like what? Like, like what is like that robe to me? Like, like, how does that robe work? So she takes, she takes it off. Then. Is she not only when she wears it? Is she the sorceress? But when she wears it, she turns into the the bird. <laughs> no, no, she turns into the bird when she twists her. Robe. Oh, oh! I thought she when she does like a she did like a like a turn with the robe. I thought she needed the robe. But well, you notice no, that the she, robe. She, I th- the robe was to change, but no, like the other. T- I I know the two times I saw her turn into a crow or a raven, she did like a twist of the. <laughs> okay. All right. So what if she turns it the other way? Does it do something else? Is that what it is? She has, she has two moves. That's it. <laughs> okay. But man, the other guys are ready to battle, man. Wicket and Teak are ready to like, they're going. Noah has a blaster and God, they're ready to go. In it almost looked like he, I thought he had, I thought he had a lightsaber in the corner. There was something that was in the corner the entire, like, in his house. You saw it? You know what I'm talking about? Like, there was something no, in the no, corner No, 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 but house. there were some references to the other movies. Like, he says a few Han Solo lines later oh, really? in the movie. But that would be cool if he had a, 
a lightsaber. That would have been really cool for like that final battle if it was something that just came out of nowhere. But uh, no, you mean I better than using that... his cane. You'd rather see. I mean, you know, he, he used the cane in the end of the movie. I, think. I know. Against but, a massive uh, sword. That sword was cool, man. No, it was, it was actually a pretty cool battle. It was better than I oh. thought it could be. Is there some movies that we've covered and we're like, oh my God, this movie is kind of like slow, but a final battle could sort of save it. And just that never happened. Uh, obviously, it could have been like more action packed or if there was like a lightsaber or something. But I thought it sort of worked because you had a guy that was that never needed help and he got help. And that's how he kind of won the day at the end. A loner. But look, but look at again how bad these guys are as warriors. So you have the 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 ma- main guy. Well, I mean, we're not even there yet. So I I forget it. We'll wait until we get there. His battle. <laughs> we'll wait till we get there. Yeah, because he's such a like. I, I all these guys like they really. I don't know how they have a castle because like they really are the worst like warriors. Maybe, they, maybe they somebody be, left that behind too, and it was vacant. I, and just <laughs> walked in. That's maybe because I, they should be like peaceful people because they seriously can't do anything. <laughs> But yeah, within seconds, they know where they're going for somebody that doesn't. I know Wicket is uh, smelling because he's like kind of like a dog, I guess, in the sense of having great like scent because uh, he picks up her scent because that's where he knows where she's going. So they're able to sort of like follow. And yeah, then they go to the castle. And how about Teak? He's so jacked up. He keeps running in front, running back, running circles around them. And then he runs into a giant stone. I wonder how often, like, I, why, like, is that something that would be like, if you have super speed like that, I, I always thought that, like, how do you avoid getting, hitting a tree? Like be people, hard. P- people get in car accidents going 30 miles an hour, hitting, hitting, a, you know, something. This thing is going 900 million miles an hour and doesn't hit anything until yeah. that, that, that tree, which you didn't think would be coming handy later, but it does. Oh, I know, I know. So, do you think there's more than one of him? Because that's the only one that we see of whatever creature he is. We see at least a handful of Ewoks, but it's like just one Teak. Teak's alone, too. So, maybe that's why him and Noah got along so well. He brought him in because they were both... So, so basically, Noah used him. So, Noah found this, this creature who's by himself. His whole family was murdered and slaughtered. Lived with him for 25 years just to leave him as soon as he got what he wanted. Yeah, my okay. ship works. I'm out of here. Even though you helped me all those times when it was really raining out, and I said, "Oh, I forgot to get berries. Can you get them with your super?" And e- even though your family is not here and you're living alone now, I'm going to leave you. Okay. Because That'd be a good t- it, I was going to say if 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 the, that's the case that he's leaving them with the Ewoks and Wicket's in Return of the Jedi, but we don't see Teak. Oh man, Teak said. He's dead. So Brimley oh. basically just murdered him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Man, how do they do that? Yeah. Okay. George Lucas, go back, CGI back in Teak. Even if he's just sitting at a table in one of the scenes, I just need to see his face in the background. But that I can have it a spin off like a just Teak and Teak and Wicket. A buddy, buddy cop movie that could be like a, a fox a and a relationship hound. too. It would be like yeah. a fox and a hound. There we go. Yeah, they they had a good relationship. I think in this movie, it was kind of funny because he was not annoying to Wicket, but Wicket was like, I don't know, he was what, very. Uh, was T, was is Teak a male or female? 
I don't know. Like, is is wicked a male or female? I, I, think I, I wicked is a male, right? So do I. So are you saying like a buddy, like a like they can have a relationship? Teak and Wicked. Oh, I was just saying like a buddy cop movie, like a Tango oh, and Cash, but okay. with them. I thought you, I thought you were talking about like a relationship since they're alone. <laughs> <laughs> Did you mention the babies that they would make? Oh my god! <laughs> okay. Fat Ewok body and that head, that face, and super fast. Yeesh. Okay. Ay ay ay! But yeah, so then they get to the how they get there, and then the same thing. They're trying to figure out. Oh, they think this child knows magic. They think that Sindel knows magic. Like that's so they're and then as soon as oh, I don't know, they throw her in jail. But at least they throw the sorceress in there too. Because they blame the sorceress yep. for this kid not knowing. So Tarek used her as a scapegoat. He's like, uh, anybody in power, I'm gonna use this person to make myself look better. And it worked. That was the smartest thing he's he's done the whole movie. So the fact yeah, that yeah. he realized he, he saw through her crap and he threw her in there. And but the fact, okay, so he bas- they basically threw the, those two in, in jail and they're going to end up they're not going to feed them. They're going to end up like bones like the other one. Yeah, I think okay. so. And he takes away a ring to add insult to injury. You're going to go to jail and you're not going to be able to turn to a, a raven anymore. Well, she didn't have a robe either. She didn't have to- a robe either. <laughs> oh, no, he took that too. I think so because she she, she didn't turn into a Like otherwise wouldn't. Oh, but the ring is the raven. Okay. I still. Tr- then what's the robe? What does the robe do? <laughs> <laughs> showmanship it's okay. not even for like anything it doesn't do anything it just she enjoys doing that makes maybe. her makes her look more sorcery <laughs> yeah. okay but even like we we talked about it earlier but just like mention it again the fact that they're in jail they're in opposite like jail cells and she looks at the skeleton and then she explains the story about who that is and then that's noah's friend but i'm like the kid it's a kid a child and you're basically like breaking it to yeah. them like he came here and he wanted the power and he wouldn't speak either and you're like jesus christ i i have to be honest also i mean you, you look at the dungeon cells and and it, I, I feel like this is also happens a lot in the movies they don't look that narrow like i, I feel big. like the little girl could the little girl could have slid right through i think oh the bars. yeah yeah <laughs> i mean you see this a lot in movies all the time they're not like you would think they would be closer together. Like she looked like she easily could slide right through. I love when they make fun of that. Cause Rizzo does that in a, a Muppet Christmas Carol when he's trying to climb over and then he falls off and he drops his hat and he goes back through to grab the hat and comes back through the, <laughs> the hole in the game. But no, you're right. She probably could have slipped right through, but this is where I like, I love these scenes. Like I can see myself going on YouTube. Like if I need like a pick me up just for silliness. And, and I think I don't mean silly in a bad way. Like it's bad. And I'm like making fun of it. But the, when they storm the castle, oh. and I thought that was just such a funny scene because they use a grappling hook and you have, again, same thing, sleeping on the job, the Marauder sleeping every in a time, chair. every time. Cause he, why did ch- Okay. First of all, if I'm, if I'm like the leader of the castle, I don't put chairs around. Very wow, simple. You're the opposite. You mentioned, See- you mentioned Costanza earlier. Uh, and look what, oh no, when we were talking about traitors, you mentioned it before tra- we started recording, but you mentioned Kitsanza and like Kitsanza would have gave him a chair. You don't want the security guard just standing See? all day, but you're right. You're right. You fall asleep. So, but well, this scene was funny, but I'm, I, I understand how he was planning, how he planned to get the two creatures up, you know, e- the Ewok and, uh, uh, T- 
Teak or Tech, whatever his name is, Teak. over the wall. Teak. How was Brimfley planning on getting over the wall? Because there's no <laughs> way, there was no way he was climbing that little skinny rope. And they were going to pull him up there. So it worked no out way. perfect. But but the way it worked out was pretty funny because I wasn't expecting that. I really thought oh, was I wasn't be, either. Oh, Noah's going to be climbing up. But yep. when they get the guy to look over and he's getting ready to shoot, Noah, after after Wicked almost goes into the, the acid uh, piranha-filled water, he finally gets up there. But T quickly, oh no, it was Wicked. Wicked tied the rope around the guy's foot. Is that, yeah, so he pulled him up. Yeah, but pushed but him over. How was Brimley going to do that? If that didn't happen, what was his plan? I think he was going to die. I, I there's no I way so. that he was going to get up there. Like I don't but think, it, but I don't think he had just, a plan. Yeah, I, I know. Just love I love I that know. we see the Marauder going down and, and Noah going up, and you're like, oh my god, what's going to happen in this? Because they've never been in this castle before. When you go to somewhere new, that's got to be so scary. Like. To, to try to navigate where's what. But luckily it was drinking night because everybody's getting shit-faced for no reason. It's a big castle. So you said somewhere new, but maybe he's been there before because how the heck did they know exactly where to go? Yeah. They went, no, you're they right. went ex- not, not only did they not go to the dungeon first, they went exactly where they were playing cards where the keys were. Well, no, they went there second. First, they, they looked into the room where... Oh. Uh, Tarek and his guys are all getting drunk because they were all getting drunk and getting loud and like sort of like breaking things. But I think it was all uh, Wicket's nose smelling Sindel because okay. from there when, man, you're right. You, you nailed it before. But to have like a side character have such an important scene. I would say this one. And at the end, I think he has a very yeah, important yeah, yeah. part. Yeah. Uh, but when he's going to get the keys, and I love his yeah. just his facial expressions. Like what a great creature! And just the way he looks back at Noah, I was like, "Yeah, should I do it?" Should I do it? He, he was so excited about it. But what I I thought it was very funny is the fact that after he did it, the thing sits on his hand, and he couldn't <laughs> and he couldn't leave. So like the fact like they didn't have to throw that in there, but that made it even better. Like uh, to me, yeah. like that made the scene because he, now he's stuck there, and I thought it was very funny. So yeah, no, it was, yeah, that was a good that, scene. That was great comic relief. Yeah, when he sits down because he looks happy and he's getting ready to grab him. Yeah. And then he puts his hand down when he looks back and then that's when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but what happened before that? How did they get past everybody? They did Muppet Man. They did Muppet I, Man in this movie. I, I, you know what? I thought of that right away. And and not for nothing, like the face on the, like it was so bad. Like it's like, they, they, like, the, again, how dumb these warriors are! <laughs> it looked nothing. He, he it was a trench coat. Did they did he show his face at the top or was it? Oh, the yeah, hood yeah, yeah. Was covered? You, you, no, you <laughs> saw his face sort of, but yeah. yeah. The fact that Muppet Man, I'm like, oh my god. I know. See, that happens more often. I wonder if that really happens. And, and do you think that happens in real life? Because we've seen it a few times in movies now. Uh, Can you imagine? I, <laughs> it's the best. No, it's a trope in. Uh, they do it in one uh, in Bojack Horseman on Netflix, the Will Arnett cartoon, and in it, Amy Sedaris's character, who's like his agent, uh, she's a cat, but she dates. It's two teenagers on top of each other in a trench coat, and she's date. She dates them, but it's so silly because she doesn't believe it, and it's really, it's ridiculous. But no, the fact that that worked, I know, and I, I know. love that. We, we talk about Teak and his hand getting caught, but how how this happens, these two guides 
I don't know what their relationship are. These Marauder guards. Do they not like each other? Did one cheat before? But the fact that Teak slipped a card into his sleeve. So when he won the hand, he went to go do it. One fell out. And within seconds, they blast or kill each other. They, yeah. I mean, is that how it works? So if you, if you, like, why would you ever want to play a card game knowing that at any moment someone's going to shoot you? Yeah, no blasters but, allowed. But, but that, you know what, though? I wonder, but that was probably how it was in the Old West also. I bet you, like, you know, and and you would think that's like the most, if I'm going to cheat, I'm not going to put it in my sleeve. Because it seems that that's where everybody puts it, and everybody gets caught cheating when they put the card in their sleeve. Every movie has true. someone put, put it, why, why, just throw it on the floor. <laughs> in your sleeve. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, just throw it on the floor. And then, then, then when the night's over, they're, they you forget to pick it up, and they're sleeping up the floor, and they're like, "Hey, why is it? Wait, we're only play, we're only playing with thirty cards this whole time. This guy kept throwing cards on the floor." Oh man! But yeah, so then from there, boom, they're able to get her out. They release the Ewoks, and what happens? They somehow set off a bell that was so smart because it tricked the Marauders. It, which it was funny because it kind of alerted them to something was going on, but I guess because they knew how half in the bag they were, it like caused them to sort of pan- panic, which we kind of forget about that. Now thinking about it again, the final scene, those guys are all trying to fight drunk because yeah. they drank the next, the final battle is right after this. And that is true. They were just, drinking. well, then that would, that, that would explain why they couldn't hit one Ewok. Because they don't, yeah. they don't, they don't move fast. The Ewoks don't move fast. So the fact that they couldn't hit one of them, you know what? Now that makes sense. Okay, so now I feel bad. Maybe there wasn't a fair. Maybe storm, it wasn't maybe a fair storm fight. Stormtroopers. It it comes to the territory. You have to be that like is, an Alki. Okay. You can't hit a target. That is funny. <laughs> I love how they get out. Noah does like a. How does he get out? He puts a bomb on the wall. And he blows it up, and then that's how they sneak out. So, and they avoid the moat. The, he, again, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know how the future works, but it's 25 years. I'm, I'm assuming it might not work anymore, that bomb. <laughs> Unless he built a new one. Maybe he knows how to build bombs. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. He, he must be doing something for 25 years every day for like, I don't know if he's pulling in, putting in a full eight hours at the ship, just sitting there. I don't know what he's doing. But are, are, doing I, there's a, so I've always wondered this. So the laser guns, do they have unlimited lasers? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if they charge them or anything. I've never I was seen gonna that. I going to say, is it no, no battery or anything? It's just, so, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but all right. where did they get all those blasters? Did they steal them? Did I miss that? Did they steal that all from the castle? Because they had a lot of them. Each of the oh, Ewoks had they, a blaster. I think, I think they took them off the dead guard. There were a lot of dead guards. I mean, they shot there was, a yeah, few yeah. of them. So I think they took them off the dead guards. Each I, time, yeah. I, yeah. I, I didn't think, I thought the one bear, uh, bear one Ewok was not going to make it. I thought they're going to kill one. The one that lingering in the back that was the last yeah. one to leave. I didn't think he was going to make it. That would have been, man, talk about, dev- well, we already got things that were devastating yeah, I mean, for a kid that's oh, watching Oh, that's going to be devastating, but the girl losing her entire family the first five minutes of the movie, that's not devastating, but losing one Ewok, just one, that's horrible. They're cute. <laughs> Paul Gleason. Paul Gleason, not cute. Ewok, cute. 
That's that's the way I that's why I judge lives. But did you notice one of the uh, Ewoks kind of looked like uh, the Caddyshack Gopher? I don't know why it looked just like the Caddyshack Gopher. Like Ewoks for the most part looked the same, but a couple of them looked like no, no. They, they were changed. like listen. I I thought one looked like Fozzie Bear. Like he was the way he was <laughs> yeah. running. If if he if you threw a hat and a and a and a, t- a tie or a scarf on him, he would look like Fozzie Bear. He was definitely shaped like Fozzie Bear. Because there was there was one that was that was a little rounder in the in his stomach. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so they were able to get out, like you mentioned before, with Teak, how that kind of worked out, like the foreshadowing of that. But they shoot the they he throws his grappling. That hook, tree. Right? Great yeah. aim every time. He has great aim. And Perfect. yeah, he right into that. And well, he does say it. He goes, Oh, first time. Or he, <laughs> yeah. he goes, I got it in the first time. So he does say that. Um, but yeah, the fact that they slide down, I guess, and escape. And I get, like I said, this is the scene where you have these, you have Wicket and the one fat one holding everybody off while everybody escapes. Yeah. And like, I, I, I thought the one was going to die at this part right here and no, he sure. Or get stuck in the wall. Like he couldn't get squeeze through cause he couldn't squeeze Could through imagine? on the, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's but how no. you, die, you get stuck in that. But, uh, no, even at this point, just before they're leaving, Sindel tells, Noah about his friend and says, this is why they brought right. me here and gives that to him. He takes it, puts it into a satchel and then they're off. And uh, dude, this whole, uh, this whole scene, because even after this happens, they go to the sorceress and they're getting ready to kill her. And then she's like, Oh, but I can help you. I promise I'll find her. And you're like, and, but what's funny is they go, okay. And she's like, give me the ring. And he goes, no, well, that well, you know what what we forgot also is the fact that when they were they were helping the Ewoks escape, they the the sorceress was asking to help too, and the little girl goes, "No, let's leave her here," <laughs> and she threw the keys in the in the drain. Smart. She, that's ruthless. She grabbed you know, her and tried to. She kill did, her but over. at that point though, she didn't have any more powers, and maybe she was ta- you know she was making that. I thought she was turning into a good person now, and you know, maybe, you know, the little girl no. She she's like no. now rot here, knowing what right. happened to the other person in bo- turning to bones. She wanted the same thing, same fate to the sorcerer. Yeah, because she was in part of the reason her parents died okay. and her brother. So okay. why not? All right, uh, and and what is the castle made of? Because it seems like every time they shot something, a, either a column fell and blocked everybody off, or the gate fell and like stopped everybody. Like you know, r- r- ridiculous. Maybe they didn't just find the castle. They got on like a foreclosure because <laughs> it wasn't built too well. But castles always, that's another trope in movies too. These things are falling apart like crazy. But yeah. man, the the final, I do love that. Uh, the final battle is really cool. Because you had a mix of everybody helping out and a mix of different types of gadgets. Like you have the old catapult that they uh, that they uncover and they set that up. You have eventually they get all the blasters on the the cruiser, and then you have uh, Teak. What Teak does in this scene, I love it when he lights the fire on the feet of their of their transportation because how upset they are. The one runs. It was one of the creatures we've never seen in the movie that they actually like focused on. He runs and he goes no. So why the other one follow him? I don't know. He only lit the one, right? He didn't light, light I, both of them. Only one. Maybe they, <laughs> maybe they're package deal. Okay. I don't know. 
Yeah, this. I mean, this scene was definitely Return of the Jedi-ish, you know, when they all, you know, doing it. Like I said, and they use, like, little pebbles, and they're doing more damage with these rocks than any of these these monsters are shooting back doing nothing. Nothing. They're drunk. They're drunk. Okay. Too much mead. Too much uh, old school mead, I guess. Grog. Grog. Uh, <laughs> but when they, uh, my favorite Teak, to talk more about him, because I can talk about him forever, is when the sniper guy is kind of like aiming at him and he gets him to miss and then he wraps him around a tree. Like if this movie was rated R, we would have heard a crunch. Like he just kept wrapping and going around, around, around. And the guy's face is like stuck on the tree. Like he was like, ah, oh, great. So good. You know what? It would have been great if like in Return of the Jedi, there was like a petrified tree with like a face on there just a throwback to this movie since it takes place beforehand like a little little throwbacks here and there and you know i guess he didn't want to well yes lucas would have, for, for that he would have to go back and edit it and throw in cgi but yeah i'm all for it Teak, no 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 Teak i'm, I'm saying out. did return of the jedi come out after this movie no oh okay no, no, okay no, no. so this jedi is like okay. 83 i believe yeah 83 okay all right so yeah, no, 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 gotcha. no. But they could have went back when they did all. He's, the other he, he did have with a few things. He could have he easily could have done something. But why? Why would he? Half, so many people didn't even see this movie. You know, they, so like, but it people wasn't do. That... I think people do need to see this movie. But no. So here's a part that kind. of... It's so funny when we cover movies that really have nothing to do with each other, but we get the same kind of uh, something that we talk about like multiple times with the movies. But like thinking about *Lethal Weapon* three. When he's telling her to press the buttons after they put in the power source and they're not able to get everything going, he's like, press the red, red button. She goes, okay. He's like, press the other red button. <laughs> Two red buttons? Every- Come on, Noah. Maybe that's why you crashed your plane because you have the color-coded buttons the same color. Why are they always red? They're always red. Okay gotta do something noah but it works he turns he flips the switch finally everything comes on and i love that he calls it uh he uses the old han solo line multiple times come on you old tin can the way he mentions the millennium falcon he says that like a couple times but uh god they're they're using the the blasters on the side which is like so nostalgic teeks on one shooting uh, a couple of the ewok buddies and then a callback to earlier in the movie is when wicked could gets caught in the snare again, the snare trap. So he's hung up and a marauder again, cause he was probably so drunk. Now that we think about that, he's taking forever to aim. So he's yeah. probably like a drunkard, like shaking, trying to get like the perfect game. But I love one of the Ewoks goes, I'm saving my buddy. And I was waiting for, I, I, the minute you saw the catapult, I was waiting for one of them to get on there. <laughs> you, I mean, you knew that was going to happen. Like I was waiting and yeah, perfect timing. Ah, so good. Oh my gosh, man. And then from there, that's like the, the so I, I have a little bit of the final scene. So if people are watching or listening, you can hear it. But uh, I think it's so funny because Tarak, again, you think whenever somebody's a leader in any of these movies or any movie, bad guy, you're like, this guy must be like the best. The, uh, he knows everything, but he's kind of dumb. He's very he's... pinhead-ish because yeah. he has all the power because he has Sindel. When the movie, remember how cool that was? Because you thought it was over because people were retreating. Some of the Marauders were leaving. Some were staying. But then it was like, 
they were everything was done at this point and she was like yay and then he comes out of nowhere grabs her but he oh looked God, he looked man. huge when he was fighting brimley he looked huge well Lurch like is, i didn't realize the guy who plays Lurch is yeah that's right so yeah. i didn't realize how big he was and so like again shows you how bad like what kind of, he has this awesome sword which is massive he couldn't take down an old man in a cane like they could not these guys should not be they, these monsters should just be farming they should be farmers and just be out there and you know they should not be trying to take on anybody yeah just give a sheath and then they could use yeah. that instead of a real sword and they can be like yeah. chopping up wheat but i love the, some of his lines like you got a little like he says to him i'm waiting old man defy me and she is doomed and then what does noah do he does what kirsty does in hellraiser she goes you let her loose and i'll fight you for it and he goes okay so he gives up all of his leverage yeah. uh, within just like, uh, oh, I can eat. He's in his head. He was maybe cocky. Not thinking about how many beers he had. He was like, you know, I could take this old man. I got him. Like, that's what he thought. And then obviously he was sadly mistaken. But here's like a little bit of the battle. Uh, it's only like a minute of it. But you get like a little. Look at the size. I love the, mu- I love the music. I said it. he looks oh. huge. Peter crushed it. Look at that, man. I know How he just has music. like a, a, a... Oh. You got the staff. And it's a cool little battle. Like, just watching it. And Teak's watching from the background. And... Oh, would, it fits would so you well. ever, Would you ever think Brimley would be doing something like this? Like this? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's probably the only time he ever played in a, a sort of... Like it looks like Skeletor. Battle. Wicked with the same. A pedal, pebble in that ring, and somehow See, it... Okay, so I didn't understand this at all. So, what did he die of? Well, the thing basically, like, kind of, like, cooked him and, and heated his body. Why? Because at the end, he was hit it? like... For... No, I know, but a pebble hit it? So, pebble yeah, hits the no. ring, and it... If there was like, more explanation of the ring power, because all we saw it do was really like maybe if that did the power of the rope and the turning into a bird, I don't know. But for that to yeah. happen was kind of odd because yeah. we didn't know what the powers of the ring were. Right, right. But they probably just had no idea maybe how to end it to show like, hey, how can Noah, this older man, like do something? That's why I really thought that Noah is going to be a Jedi or have something of that. And have like the lightsaber. I didn't notice the, that right. in his house. I had to look that. I got to watch it, that. Again, it, but... it might not. It was just something. There was something in the corner by the front door, and I saw it a few scenes, and I'm like, I wonder if that's a you know. But yeah, a little Easter egg, maybe like the earliest Easter egg in maybe. Uh, movie history. Maybe. maybe. And then we get then... so obviously he turns into like this. Uh, he's kind of like stone. He just he's turned a, into a he's stone. Yeah, exactly. Like the people in. Like with volcanoes, like in, uh, where is that? Pompeii. Like, that's what he looked like. He just yeah, looked like yeah, volcano, yeah. like took over his body. But man, right. the sad ending. You're right. We talked about this a lot of times, but how dare he uh, leave him? Like in second, but, but why not? Why couldn't he take him with him? Exactly. Like, I mean, you know, uh, although, I mean, and, and the sad thing is, I don't think uh, Teak is, I, I have a feeling like Teak is like a dog. That when you leave the house, they think the owner's coming back. 
So Teague probably thinks that Brimley's coming back, and he's <laughs> probably still he's probably still waiting. He was yeah. probably still. He's like, all right, yeah, he's going, he's going, he'll come back because he didn't seem like that upset about it. <laughs> Brimley didn't even seem upset about it. So, and yeah. I don't even know where they were going. They were really just, I guess, looking for the rest of her family. Was there a third movie planned? I should have looked that up. No, her, fa- her family's w- dead. So I know, but other family, maybe immediate family, like. Luke Skywalker had his aunt and uncle after his parents. Why do you think he was looking for her family? I thought he was just going back to his, like, where he came from. I don't think he's looking for her family. Could you imagine him going back and he sees, like, maybe if he was married, it's like, Noah, oh, where have you been? Oh, uh, the plane crashed. Did you try to get out? Um, no. But I this just is almost 25 years, 25 years later. So, like, yeah. you know, like, what is it? This is, this is a Ripley thing. This is a Ripley thing. <laughs> But he actually aged, and Ripley did not. That is true. But but he gets back, and they're mad at him because he 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 damaged the the <laughs> the, 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 the ship twenty five years ago. And <laughs> yeah. All right. So Jamie, would you recommend someone to watch Ewoks: The Battle for Endor? I would say that if you're a Star Wars fan, you should watch everything Star Wars related. You know, knowing going into this. You know, knowing what kind of movie it's going to be, but you know what? It, it's related to Return of the Jedi, and you see Wilford Brimley fighting. I mean that uh, that alone is worth watching. But yeah, I think if you're a Star Wars fan, it's part of the. Tr- I mean, I'd probably I'm probably going to end up watching the one before this too because I've never seen it. Me too. Got to add it. Yeah, you got to you got to add it to the list. So yeah, I'm a Star Wars fan, and I say definitely watch it, especially. I mean, the way it was filmed and how it looked for for back then is just you know for a TV movie, it's it's pretty great. Yeah, and Teak, we had Teak, so maybe maybe the caravan one has a character that can't be as good as Teak, but like they had Teak in their back pocket and they created Jar Jar Binks. They could use Teak in all these movies, but no, I totally agree. I am like ashamed that I never watched this earlier, but I don't think there was anything. For me, because I don't think it was ever in the video store. Like, honestly, I don't I, I, I don't remember ever seeing this <coughs> anywhere. I never knew anybody that had this. So if, if somebody did say, oh, wait, there's this Ewoks movie, I'd be like, holy shit, I love Return of the Jedi. So, of course, I'm going to watch it. When I was a kid, I watched more Empire. Like when I would go back to back because I had the trilogy, which I had like two copies of it on the wall behind me. But I would watch. Uh, yeah, I would go watch mostly like empire and return because those are the two like the for the action ones i enjoyed that but uh yeah you gotta watch it and uh there's some other cool star wars vintage things like the droid uh cartoons there's an ewok cartoon that uh yeah i gotta really uh dive into because i'm happy that we finally called a star wars i think i said this to you in text like this might be the year that we cover all those franchises the big ones and uh i think we'll make uh yeah, Lethal Weapon, Star Wars. We got to do like a. Uh, we got to do Indiana Jones. Gotta, yeah, we got to. Yeah, we we got a lot of fun stuff to do. But uh, yeah. So uh, next up is what I think is for for another franchise that's one of my favorites, and it was cool that I was thinking back like we could have covered the second movie in the series, which I don't know why we didn't back then. But we did like that double interview with uh, the late uh, great Lenny Van Dolan and then Kevin Kilner, who was the dad in Home Alone 3. But he was also the dad in that little tiny scene that's so memorable. I'm not hungry when he's on the walkie talkie and, uh, 
American Pie too. But yeah, American Wedding, a great movie. Like it's so good when you really think back to it, the dance scene. Oh, so much to it. Great. Oh my god, I can't wait to cover it. And for it, we talked to a guy that had a scene in this movie that he loved filming it with Allison Hannigan. Fortunately, a cut. He's like barely in the movie, but he was cool. Uh, Patrick Gallo, a guy that we talked about his journey from uh, upstate New York to playing Mario Puzo on uh, Paramount Plus is the offer. Uh, when, when his career, so many fun stops along the way, acting school in New York City, putting on shows, doing improv, stand up. He was in those big time Budweiser commercials that were after the was ups. They were the ones that were soprano inspired. The how you doing? He was like the main guy in that. Talked about his short films, uh, lots of improv talk. Uh, he was a fun guy. So yeah, so that's up next. Uh, so don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast, follow us on all social media at Sequels Only, and don't forget to check out our website, SequelsOnly.com. Good night. Good night. Good night, guys.